Welcome to the Good Medicine for the Soul podcast. This is the number one podcast designed for millennial women who want to grow in their knowledge of God so we can all walk in the fullness of authentic power. I'm your host, Amashallah Victoria Wallaby. If you're ready to go on this journey with me, then let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Good Medicine for the Soul podcast. And on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the mystery of the woman. On the last episode, we talked about understanding your identity. And we covered how God had come on board and created the heavens and the earth. And then there was a problem. There was disorder. There was chaos. And he started the job of rebuilding, basically recreating. And he created everything, created all of these things. And we see in Genesis 1, he said, let us make man in our own image and likeness. And he did, male and female, he created them. Now, he did that in Genesis 1. But when we go to Genesis 2, we see that um, in Genesis 2, chapter 5, right? It says, every plant of the field and every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it grew, for the Lord had not caused it to rain upon the earth and there was not a man to till the ground. So what happened to the male and female that he created in, in Genesis 1? So what happened basically is in Genesis 1 when he said, and this is evidential proof that we operate in duality at every given point in time. So in Genesis 1, we see, he said, let us make man in our own image and likeness. And like I explained in the last episode, it talked about that word image in the, according to the Orthodox Jewish Bible is a Hebrew word that's translated to representation. Okay. And then in, in, in when it says uh, likeness, likeness means form, pattern, right? So he says, let me bring some people on board who would be my representative here and I'll make them just like me giving them similar attributes just like I have, right? So that was in Genesis 1. Now we come in Genesis 2 and it's telling us now that the Lord had not caused it to rain upon the earth because there was no man to till the ground. However, he created male and females in Genesis 1. Basically, what was happening is God created the spirit beings, male and female, in Genesis 1. And they were there, available, but there was no physical form of a man in Genesis 2, right? So there was no physical form of a man. The spirit was ready. The spirit was there already in existence, right? That's what he did in Genesis 1 that he created on the sixth day, right? But in Genesis 2, there was no physical person with a body to walk the earth. So it tells us now in Genesis 2, 7, that as a temp in Genesis 2, 6, as a temporary measure, the Lord allowed a mist to go up from the earth to water the whole surface of the ground. And the Lord formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And that man became a living thing. Look at it this way, right? Imagine you are a porter, right? And you make pottery, right? Imagine you make this cup, like you make the cup from clay, you mold it, you mold it, you give it form, right? You make it in a way with intent that is intent to do something, right? But that at the moment you finish when you're making that cup or, or, or clay pot or whatever you've made, you see that it is not useful 
until it actually starts to fulfill the function that you designed it for. So in this case, until you, the cup can make you a cup of tea, you can make tea in it, you can put content in it. It's just dormant. It's just there. That's what happened here. So the Lord made our body, our physical body, our flesh, right, from dirt. And then he breathed. Him breathing into that flesh was calling forth the male spirit from where they were when he created them in Genesis 1 into that into that uh, mortal body, into the dirt body. And that is what made it a living being, right? And man became a living being. Now it tells us in 8, And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. Now this garden, this... Adam was not created. God did not form Adam in, in, in Eden, right? It tells us clearly in 8 that he put, he took Adam into that garden after he had formed Adam, after Adam had become a living thing. And out of the ground, and out of the ground made, made the Lord God grow every tree that was pleasant to sight and good for food. And the tree of life also in the midst of that garden was the tree of of the knowledge of good and evil, right? And then it goes on to tell us how the how the garden was being provided for, how the garden was being watered, right? Now, if we jump down to Genesis 2.16, we'll see, or Genesis 2.15 rather, we'll see that, and the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and keep it, right? So remember that this is clearly telling us that Adam was not formed inside Eden. He was formed somewhere else, okay? And Eden is known as the garden of the Lord. If we go to Ezekiel 28, it sheds more light on what Eden is, what that location represents, right? So the Lord then takes Adam by the hand and takes him into the garden of Eden because he's there to dress it and keep it. He's there to manage the resources, so to speak. And 16 tells us, verse 16 tells us, and the Lord commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden, thou mayest freely eat. So you know what? Everything here, you can eat from it. But, 17, of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day thou eatest of it, you will surely die. So basically, he's telling Adam here, look, dude, you can eat everything. Everything here is yours for the taking. But this one thing that bears the knowledge of good and evil you must not eat from it because the day you do, you will surely die. Like God did not even mean his words. He was very clear. He delivered the instruction very clearly. And he told him what he was not supposed to do. That tree contained good. Don't forget that. The tree contained good, but it also contained evil. And the Lord in his infinite wisdom understood that even a little drop of evil will taint good so badly. So he said, don't touch it. And the Lord, and after he had given him the instruction, then the Lord looked at him and said, ah, it's not good for this man to be alone. I'll make him a help meet. And then if we go down, jump down to Genesis, um, Genesis 21, verse Genesis 2, 21, it says, and the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. So Adam was there doing his thing, naming the animals, you know, going about his business, you know, enjoying the presence of the Lord, basically. And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam because he looked at him and said, ah, I don't want this guy to be alone. Okay. Two is better than one. Okay. And then the Lord God caused a deep sleep. Remember that there was already the female spirit already in waiting, right? This is to tell you that God did not just think and say, 
uh, I will just create the, the female spirit now. The female spirit was already in existence according to Genesis 1. What God was saying here is, you know what? I'm going to bring this woman into the scene now. I created her for a specific purpose, but because it is not good for this man to be alone, I'm going to bring her on board now into the scene now takes in two right now god causes adam to fall into a deep sleep and he slept and then the lord took one of his ribs his side rather and closed up the flesh thereof and from that side right that the lord took he made a woman remember in genesis 1 he created male and female now he's making because now god is there's a difference between when you create something and when you make something only God can create because everything we make on this earth, we make from the resources that God created. So now we are seeing that God is making man from the resource of the earth that he already created in Genesis 1. We need to be careful with that distinction, right? I know we throw around the word creators a lot and, and sometimes I do in my line of work as a creator, but there's nothing that we create we make stuff. We don't create anything. God is the only creator, right? So we see here now, there's a difference between the two words. We see here now that God made, right? He makes man and then he makes a woman and he brings that woman to the man. And as soon as this brother saw this lady, he was like, damn, now this is the bones of my bones. This is the flesh of my flesh. And she shall be called woman. This is significant because if we jump back up in Genesis chapter 2, where Adam was naming the animals, the Lord was watching him closely to see if he would consider any of those animals his equal. I think it's Genesis 2.19, right? And out of the ground, the Lord formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air. And he brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called every living creature, that was its name thereof right and adam gave names to all the cattle to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field but for adam there was not found and help meet for him so god was watching right this is why it is significant that as soon as adam saw eve he recognized something that this woman standing in front of me is a part of me she was she's a part of me and therefore she was called woman because she was taken out of man so adam was the one who called this woman woman and what he called her the lord honored it and the lord started to refer to her as woman and the bible goes on to tell us why marriage exists it says therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall become one flesh so basically a woman was designed to be a help meet when you say help meet a partner a co-collaborator a co-manager not your subordinate, no. Not your slave, no. She was brought forth on the scene. God created her for a very special purpose, right? And then God said, it is not good for this man to be alone. I'm going to bring him some help. So you, dear woman, you are created to be a helper to your husband. You are created to be a helper to the world. You are created to be a helper, a co-collaborator. A co on the earth you are created to bring forth things that help the earth become a better place not destroy it right and men you need to understand the vitality and the importance of the woman in your life she has been created to be a help meet to meet you to meet you to meet you to be an equal to you okay that 
is the original intent for why this woman was created. In the next episode, we're going to dig in further and it's going to be the mystery of the woman too. Thank you so much for listening. This concludes today's episode of the Good Medicine for the Soul podcast. Let me know. Head on over to our website. It's www.academy.org. Let me know what you think. Send me. There's a tool there where you can leave me a voice note. Thank you so much for listening once again. And until I come your way again, keep on shining. God bless you. Okay, family, let's face it. We've all felt pain. We've suffered the losses. You know what it's like to want something so bad, but not see a part to its accomplishment. The question, however, is, do you know how to pick yourself up and move on despite what has happened? This is what I share with you inside of my new book, Good Medicine for the Crushed Spirit, a practical guide to helping you find purpose when adversity strikes. Inside this book, you will find personal stories, relatable biblical tales, and anecdotes that prove you are never alone in your despair. I will inspire you to turn pain, discomfort, disappointment, or setbacks into something positive that works for you. So if you're ready to change your life in meaningful and purposeful ways, get your copy of this book today and let the transformation begin. That concludes today's episode. And if you want to hear more from me, follow me on my Instagram page, which is at V-I-C-T-O-W-O-L-A-B-I. It's V-I-C-T-O-W-O-L-A-B-I. You can also follow me on Facebook as well at V-I-C-T-O-W-O-L-A-B-I. We also have another podcast called the Academy Podcast that gives you tools and resources to turn vague dreams into blissful realities. You'll find the link to that in our show notes as well. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to slide in my DMs and say hello. God bless you.